Hello everyone, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Shambok School of Ministry. Shambok School of Ministry is run by Donna Shambok, daughter of the world-renowned evangelist R.W. Shambok, and it is full of courses that are going to help you grow in your walk with the Lord. You don't have to be a minister. You don't have to be a pastor to take these courses. You might just be someone who wants to learn more, or you could be someone involved in ministry. You could be involved in any sort of ministry in your local church, but these courses are absolutely incredible. They are full of knowledge with years and years of ministry experience, practical application, and they are affordable. They are work at your own pace. So you pick a course, you pay your fee, and you begin to work through that course at your own pace. You'll take courses like spiritual leadership, understanding evangelism, evangelism and the Holy Spirit, knowing the Holy Spirit, and the blood covenant. And once you take a course, you do not have to be locked in for the rest of the courses. You can take one, you can take one later. It doesn't matter how you do it. But the main thing is, is that you get signed up today. You can go to shambachfoundation.org to sign up for these courses. I promise you, they will be a blessing to you and they will grow you in the Lord. Go get signed up today. Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College, as well as Ohio Christian University. And his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today again on the podcast. It's so good to have you with me. It's such a blessing to be on here with you. And uh, I am excited about today's teaching. I'm going to turn to Ephesians chapter 4 and start at verse 14. I want to talk to you about a very important subject today, and that subject is maturing in Christ, growing up in the Spirit, not staying in the same spot, not getting stagnant, but specifically growing up from what we would consider a baby in the Spirit, a a baby Christian, a new Christian, into a mature believer. And there are so many reasons why that is important, and we'll get into some of them in just a little bit. But I want to go ahead and read that portion of Scripture to you. Ephesians chapter 4, starting at verse 14 and going down through verse 16. That we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. You have a part to play in the body of Christ. You have a specific job to do. You have tasks and goals that God wants you to complete. You have giftings and talents that are meant to be used. And far too often, we find ourselves in a rut. We get saved and we think that that's all there is to do, that we don't need to do anything else, that we don't need to progress we can just come to church, we can uh, we can sit in the pew or sit in the chair and just enjoy 
services and enjoy the presence of the Lord, worship, and go home. But God wants so much more for the believer. God wants so much more for his children. In fact, he wants you to get to the point where you are comfortable going out and reaching other people, telling other people about him, seeing other people saved, seeing other people healed and delivered. Um, if we were all doing our part, just like this part of scripture talks about here in verse 16, if we were all doing our part, it says the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies. Every joint has a part. Every part of the body of Christ has a part. You think about your own natural body. You think about the knees. You think about the elbows. You think about the shoulders. You think about the organs, the heart, the lungs, the brain. You think about all of that and how it all works together. God intended for the church to work in that way, that everyone would have a part. Everyone would have something to do for the kingdom of God, and everyone would work together so that the whole body could move together, so that the whole body could work together according to the effective working by which every part does its share. Every part will do its share if everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. There should not be a shortage of anything in our churches. There should not be a shortage of Sunday school helpers. There should not be a shortage of door greeters. There should not be a shortage of any sort of need in the body of Christ that a person can fill. Uh, there shouldn't be a shortage uh, of people who are there to answer the phones or there to, to help with certain things. There shouldn't be a shortage in any of those areas, yet we maintain a shortage. We are operating in a deficit when it comes to help, when it comes to uh, volunteers and people to help in the body of Christ. Every part does its share. It, so if every part does its share, just like the word says here, it will be effective in working. It will cause growth. It will cause growth. If everybody's doing what they should be doing, if everybody is participating actively in their walk with the Lord, growing and maturing, because once you get to a certain point, once you get to a certain point in your walk, and I know a lot of people who are listening to this are mature believers, and they are people who are uh, plugged into their church. So I'm kind of preaching to the choir here. Um, but maybe you're not, and maybe you are listening to this uh, from another area, from another country even. And we have got to get to a point in our maturity where we are not only taking in, taking the word of God in, taking in church services, uh, receiving these things, but we begin to pour back out. We begin to help others come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. We begin to help uh, meet needs in the church, in the local body of Christ, and, and beyond. It causes growth, and it edifies itself in love when we are all doing our part, when we are part of the whole body. And so um, this portion of Scripture is, is one that I don't hear a lot of messages on, but we need it. We need to mature in the spirit. We need to grow up in the spirit. And um, it, it tells us here that if we don't, certain things will happen. And I love different translations of the Bible. I want to read you the message translation today uh, quickly because I've, I feel like this is a great explanation of this particular 
portion of scripture. I read from the New King James just a few minutes ago, but I want to read you the message. This is the same passage of scripture said a slightly different way. Ephesians 4, 14 through 16. No prolonged infancies among us, please. We'll not tolerate babes in the woods, small children who are easy prey for predators. God wants us to grow up, to know the whole truth and tell it in love like Christ in everything. We take our lead from Christ, who is the source of everything we do. He keeps us in step with each other. His very breath and blood flow through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up healthy in God, robust in love. Now think about that. We read the portion uh, from the New King James, and now we're reading from the message. And this says, no prolonged infancies among us. We will not tolerate babes in the woods, small children who are prey for easy predators. God wants us to grow up. God wants us to grow up. If you have been saved, if you've been a believer for any length of time, you should not be at the same level that you were when you came into the body of Christ. You should not be at the same level of of prayer. You should not be at the same level of study. You should not be at the same level of relationship with God that you were when you first started out. We've got to mature. We've got to grow. There are other portions of scripture that talk about this very thing. It says we've got to go from milk to meat. When you're a baby, you drink milk. When you're a baby, you can't chew. But you've got to eventually get to a point where you eat meat and you eat things that give you more sustenance as you grow. If you stay a baby, just like this portion of scripture says, you fall prey easily. You are a victim of predators. And, um, uh, I have different commentaries and different ways of looking at these scriptures. And one of the things that I was reading as I was studying for this podcast, I saw where it said that there were people who used to use weighted dice when they would roll dice. They would uh, have a weight in them so that they would constantly fall on the same numbers so that they could beat their opponent uh, when it came to casting lots or when it came to whatever, uh, that they would use these dice to decide who would win an argument or who would win something. Just think about uh, at the cross, when Jesus was on the cross, it says uh, in the Bible about how they cast lots for his garments. So they would throw these dice and whoever would get the most number would win. Well, they used weighted dice in order that they would constantly win so that they would stay on the winning side and uh, they would weigh down the low numbers so that the higher numbers would always come to the top. And there are people out there who try to trick you, try to trick Christians. They want to swindle you out of money or they want to uh, they want to get a following, a big following. So they'll do certain things and it'll be gimmicky and it will be fake, but people who are not mature in the spirit will chase after those things, and I've seen it time and time again. We uh, we chase after things that we think are God, and we chase after things that we think look good, but they're not really him. They're not really from him. It's somebody making up a gimmick. It's somebody coming up with some sort of scheme to make money or to gain popularity or fame or whatever, um, so we've got to mature in the spirit Number one, so that we don't fall victim to those things, those schemes and those tactics. We've got to mature in the spirit so that we're not babies who are chasing after anything and everything. 
Uh, if you, when you were little, what did your parents tell you? If somebody tries to offer you candy, that doesn't mean you go with them. If somebody tries to offer you something that you think looks good, you don't just get in the vehicle with somebody. Why? Because there are predators out there who will harm you. And it's the same way in the body of Christ. A lot of people fall victim to these predators in the body of Christ who are telling lies, who are preaching doctrines of devils because they're not mature in the spirit and they offer them some sort of little piece of spiritual candy to chase after them. And so many people do and they end up losing their way. Listen, we cannot stay babies in the spirit always. We've got to grow up. We've got to be mature. Another reason that we need to mature uh, other than so that we don't fall victim to the predators is that we have got to help grow the body of Christ. One of the last things that Jesus ever said to his disciples was to go into all the world and make disciples make disciples. He didn't say just get people saved. He didn't say pray the sinner's prayer with someone. He didn't even say uh, just just tell somebody about him. He said make disciples. What does that mean? That means that we get ourselves to a point of maturity where we can help someone else grow in Christ and be mature as well. And I see so many things in the body of Christ, skirmishes uh, and fights and arguments uh, by people who I thought were more mature. I, th uh, I can't tell you how many times I have uh, sat down after a meeting and thought to myself, I thought that that person was more mature than that. I never expected them to make that decision. I thought that they were plugged in. I thought that they were chasing after God. And what I found out is that they are not they are not doing what they need to be doing to mature in the spirit and they are just attending church. Church attendance does not equate maturity. You can be at every church service. You can be at every function and every time the church is open, go to revivals, go to concerts. I know people who go every single night of the week somewhere and are still not spiritually mature. They are not at a point in their life where if something bad happens, it, it doesn't take them off guard. They can stand on faith. Uh, they're not at a point in their life where, um, where they have faith to believe God for certain things. They're just stagnant. But they're going to all the church services and they're going to all the Bible studies and every event that they can get to. But they have no maturity. They're still babies. And that's not to put anyone under condemnation. If you're listening to this and you're saying, hey, I'm in that boat. Listen, that's what this podcast is about. It's time to mature. This is not to condemn you. This is a wake-up call for people that, listen, it's time to grow up in the spirit. And I'm not saying that I've arrived by any means. I'm not saying that I'm at some sort of spiritual level that I've attained something. No, I'm just saying, listen, there are times in our life where we've got to have a little bit of a, a come to Jesus talk, a come up here talk. Uh, and we've got to have these points in our life where somebody says to us, are you growing? Are you growing? Because number one, if you're not, you're going to fall victim to predators. You're going to fall victim to the enemy. You're going to fall victim to all sorts of things, whims that come along and fads that come along. You're going to jump in on the bandwagons 
and then you're going to be off in the in left field somewhere with your walk with Christ. Number two, we need your help to grow the body of Christ. We need laborers. There are a lot of church attenders, but there aren't a whole lot of laborers. And I'm not just meaning at the church that you attend that you need to help out. I'm talking about when you go to work, when you go out to the market, when you go to school, wherever you go, you need to be a witness for Christ. You need to be strong enough in your faith. What are you going to do if somebody is, if you're in a situation and somebody uh, falls over that is sick, are you going to try to find somebody else to pray or are you going to step in and start praying? What are you going to do if you're with somebody who has had, uh, you come up on a bad car accident and somebody is in their last moments of life and they do not know the Lord and you're the only person there with them? What are you going to do? Are you going to try to call somebody and say, uh, I need you to lead me uh, as I lead this person through the sinner's prayer. Help me to pray the sinner's prayer with this person. Help me to tell this person about Jesus in their last moments of life. Or are you going to have enough confidence to step out and say, I know Jesus and I want you to know him too. You, you might not make it through this, but I know that he can help you. And if you put your trust and your faith in him, you're going to go to heaven. Either way, whatever happens in this situation. See, we've got to have mature believers who are able to do that. I can't tell you the amount of times that I have had people call me who sit in a church service, who have sat in church services for years for years, and uh, there's all of a sudden some sort of emergency that they're with somebody and they need me to come pray. Listen, I promise you, your prayers are just as effective as any pastor's. Your prayers, your, uh, your ability to pray and ask God to move is just as effective as any pastor's. I don't have some sort of hotline to heaven. I don't have some sort of red phone that reaches directly into the throne room of God. Listen, you have the ability to pray with people. You have the ability to lead someone in the sinner's prayer. You have the ability to do all of those things. You have the ability to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. You are a child of God just like any pastor. You are a child of God, just like any church leader. And when you are mature in the spirit, you understand that and you can operate in it. If you are not mature in the spirit, you think that you need somebody to come do it for you. Listen, there are times when somebody isn't available and you are the only person available and God has put you in that position. See, we need to prepare ourselves as the body of Christ to be in these positions. We need to prepare ourselves and that's part of maturing. And if you've come to church for any length of time, you've heard people pray for the sick. You've heard people lead people in the sinner's prayer. You can step out in that and operate in it. Listen, if you don't know what to say, Next time you're at church, write write it down. Write it down. Carry it with you. Begin to use it. Begin to walk in it. And it will help you in every area. As we mature in the spirit, it helps every other area of our life. So we've got to begin to walk in maturity. We've got to begin to grow up. If we grow up in the spirit, 
we won't see as many small fights and small fires. There are always little things going on, people mad at people. When you're mature, you can take something and, and let it roll off your back. You can take something, you can take somebody's mean comment, you can take somebody's nasty attitude and nasty look, and you can, you can just let it go and keep walking. People who are immature will continue to spar back and forth with people and fight with people and keep things going. Immaturity leads to playground fights. Immaturity leads to sandbox fights in the church. We're not in kindergarten. We're not in elementary school. We are grown, and we've got to begin to walk in growth and maturity. We've got to begin to grow up in the spirit. It's not enough to just stay babies in the spirit any longer. There are things coming here on the earth, I believe, that we are going to need that maturity to get through. You're going to need that solid foundation, that solid rock to get through. And if you are not mature, you will be caught off guard. You will go any way the wind blows. You will go all sorts of directions and be so scattered and so confused. And it is the mature who will make it through. It's the mature who will stand strong in the face of adversity and in the face of everything that's going on. So we've got to grow up. We've got to grow up in the spirit. We can't stay babies in the woods any longer. Growth is required. And we've all got to be able to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, I'm not where I should be. I'm not where I need to be. Uh, if little things that used to bother you are still bothering you, if little things are causing you problems, you need to grow up a little bit. If people are affecting you negatively and you need to uh, constantly strike back if people are uh, irritating you and you constantly need to fight back at them you you get mad because somebody walked past you and didn't say hi the you know little things like that we've got to grow up we've got to mature we can't be getting offended about everything um, little kids get offended about everything Babies get offended about everything. Somebody takes their toy. Somebody looks at them the wrong way. Somebody uh, plays with their friend and they take their friend from them. Whatever. It's goofiness. And we've got to mature in the body of Christ. Because we have a job to do in these last days. So, the immature fall victim to prey predators. The immature... Uh, are not helping the church grow. They're not helping to grow the body of Christ because they don't uh, have the confidence to go out and tell somebody about Christ or to lead somebody to Christ or even invite somebody to church. The immature constantly have little fights and little fires going that uh, the leadership of the church and the body of Christ has to constantly come along behind you and clean you clean up after your your messes like a kid ripping toys out of a toy box. We've got to grow up in the spirit. We cannot allow ourselves and the body of Christ to suffer because we choose to remain immature. And I said it before. I'll say it again, church attendance does not equal maturity. The amount of times that you go to church does not equal maturity. What equals maturity? What is maturing in the spirit? 
Maturing in the spirit is gaining the character of God. It is walking in the knowledge of God. It is becoming close to him. It is relying on him. It is, uh, it is only available. Maturity is only available through time, quality time spent with God. And I'm not even just saying uh, Christian entertainment. I'm not saying concerts and music and, and movies. I'm saying you have got to get in God's word. You've got to get in uh, the Bible. You've got to read it. You've got to know it. You've got to spend time in prayer. You've got to uh, you've got to grow in that time. That quality time with the Lord is the only thing that will bring maturity. Going to church services, if you're not getting anything out of them, they don't help you with maturity. If you're not applying what the pastor is saying to your life, if you're not applying it, and here's the thing, spiritual maturity, maturity in any area, will not happen unless it's intentional. Maturity in any area of your life, growth in any area of your life, will not happen unless it's intentional. You've got to work at it. You've got to make plans. You've got to uh, set goals and guidelines and, and boundaries. You've got to do all of those things in order to grow in any area of your life. If you want to grow in your career, what do you do? You pick a path and you go uh, to trade school. You go to college. You get experience uh, in that, you you start reading about it, you start studying it, learning about it, and you make steps in order that you can walk in that level of wherever you want to be and whatever you want to do. You start to practice it. That's what we've got to do in the spirit. If you want to grow in the spirit, you've got to study the word. You've got to get into the word of God. You've got to get the character of God and knowledge of God. You've got to begin to develop the fruit of the spirit. You've got to develop the fruit of the spirit. You've got to spend quality time with God. It's the only way to do it. I'm sorry. There are no shortcuts to maturity. You can't pray a prayer and just have it happen. You can't, uh, you can't go to a conference and a seminar and just have it happen. It takes time and it takes energy, but it is needed. You need to do it. You need to do it for your family. You need to do it for your own walk. You need to do it for your local church. You need to do it for the people you're friends with and your coworkers with. Why? Because people are looking for answers and they, they need mature Christians to talk to. Somebody that's going to tell them to have faith. Somebody that's going to tell them to, uh, to hold on to God and not to give up. They don't need somebody who's going to agree with everything they say. They don't need somebody who's going to agree with every sad story that they have to tell. No, they need somebody who's going to be mature enough to look them in the eye and say, well, here's what the word of God says about your situation. Now, what are you going to do about it? So we need mature believers. We've got to grow up. I've gone almost 25 minutes talking about this, and and I could go probably another three or four hours talking about the need for maturity in the body of Christ. But I'm going to stop here um, and I'm going to, I'm going to pray the sinner's prayer, but I want you to ask yourself before we go, I want to ask you to ask yourself, am I at a mature level in the spirit? 
And I want you to pray. And I want you to say, God, are you in agreement with where I think that I'm at in regards to maturity in the spirit? Where do I need to do better? Where do I need to come up a level? Where do I need to uh, grow? Where do I need to stop letting things get to me so much and start having faith, start letting things roll off my back? What is it, God, that I need to do to grow in the spirit? Where do I need to spend more time with you? What can I cut out in order that I can get that more time with you, that quality time? And God will begin to show you. He'll begin to reveal it to you. But I know this much. With everything that's going on, we can't have babes in the woods, just as the message version said in Ephesians 4, 14 through 16. We will not tolerate babes in the woods because they can be swept away. They can be caught away. And you don't want to be one of the ones who is led astray by something uh, that is not godly. You don't want to be one of the ones that's caught off guard and has no defense. You want to be one of the ones who are plugged in, who are grounded, who are solid, and who can take on anything that this life throws their way. So I'm going to pray the sinner's prayer. If you don't know the Lord, I want you to pray this prayer with me. It's the best decision you can ever make, and it is going to start you on a relationship with God. And it's a very simple prayer. You just pray like this. Say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I confess that I'm a sinner, and I need a Savior. I believe Jesus is your Son that he died on the cross, and that he rose again. I ask you to wash me, cleanse me in the blood that Jesus shed on Calvary, and help me to live for you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I thank you for making me your child. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if you prayed that prayer, I would love to hear from you today. I would love for you to contact me on my social media and uh, let me know that you prayed that prayer. I'd love to connect with you and give you some more instruction, just a little bit more encouragement uh, for your walk with the Lord. Everybody else, listen, we've got to grow up in the Spirit. We've got to grow in the Lord and not stay infants in our walk. It's time to grow up because there's work to be done. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. I love you. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebschaefer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode and may God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.